Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day 12 of the Kyushu Basho. It's coming to an end. Yeah, the pointy end. It is the pointy end. Let's do a quick run through the weather in Fukuoka. As they finished up the Makuchi bouts today, it was 16 degrees Celsius, 60 degrees Fahrenheit. 1% 1% chance of rain. Yeah, it could have rained. Otherwise known as the coward's weather prediction. <laughs> could have rained, but it didn't. Uh, before we jump into Jurio, I want to take a moment to appreciate the fact that we haven't had to bring you many Kujo announcements yes. this basho. Good point. Have we had any? Well, I mean, Tochinoshin right at the start, we had to bring that news. And then Hokuseiho was, was the big one from Jurio. Oh, Jirio. that's true. And that was day, started day two. Yeah. Wow. So... But apart from that, yeah. now my mind is really casting back and uh, is there anyone but else? I don't think so, but now I'm worried we've jinxed it. Oh, yeah, why did you say uh, that? I shouldn't have said that. Let's, <laughs> let's you know move my, on. Well, do you know my cousin, Tanya, she's not allowed to watch cricket because every time she watches the cricket, um, Australia lose. And so maybe it's that kind of jinx that you've just applied to. Because remember be. you, you applied it to um, Shimano Umi. Uh, no, to oh, Chiona Or. Chiona Last Basho. jeez. Mm. Why did I do I that? I think you do have a bit of a jinx about you. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Yes, Jurio. Jurio. Enho. He got his Kachikoshi today. That was three wins in a row for him now. And today over Midori Fuji, he was all over him. He smothered him. And Enho, he's eight and four, must be so happy with that. Midori Fuji is six and six. We we should say, actually, I should say at this point that we've we've had a suggestion for a dog act in Jurio. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about Enho and how a couple of his wins have been through um, hankers. It's a puppy act. Thank you, uh, Pamela, for that suggestion. I laughed so hard when I heard that. Absolutely I love fantastic. it. We're taking it on. Jurio Henkers are puppy acts. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the same uh, <laughs> no, it's ring really to it, cute. but I love it. Imagine all I can think of now is a puppy like jumping to the side and you like gambling <laughs> with it. Just a lot of good times. It was Makakoshi for Nishiki Fuji today against Mitoriu. He got tumbled off the doyo and ended up four and eight. Mitoriu six and six. Kota Kuzan came up against Ichiyamamoto. They both came into today's bout on nine and two. This was up quite early. It was a great bout at the start, towards the start of Jurio. And it was Ichiyamamoto who came forward confidently. I, I really think his confidence is back. He got in close to Kota Kuzan and pushed him out. So that's 10-2 for Ichi Yamamoto. Wow, what a performance. Just is moving much more, yeah, confidently and, and strongly. 9-3 for Koto Kuzan. Daishomaru got his makakoshi. It's good news and bad news we're bringing you today after being slapped down and then slapped on the butt by Chirunoumi, who avoided his makakoshi today. Daishomaru, his 4 and 8. Chiruna Umi, five and seven. Oh, no one likes to see that humiliating stuff there. <laughs> Daimami somehow got it together to beat Yago today, handing Yago his Makakoshi. He's four and eight. Daimami still on the road, five and seven. Oho yes. got slapped down by Tsurugisho today. The wheels are falling off. Yeah, it is. I mean, I know the cliche is for, to call it a choke when you start losing at the end, but I think it might be in his case. I think it might be the nerves and the pressure of doing really well. I think he's he's struggling. Tsurugisho of all people. Yeah, I know. And looked just looked a bit flat-footed out there today. But he's still nine and three, Oho. Still in it. Tsurugisho, yep. six and six. Finally, Kodoshoho defended his heart out on the Tawara, came back amazingly to push Wakamoto Haru out 
get his Kachakoshi. I thought he was gone here. Yeah, me too. But eight and four for Kodoshoho at Jurio 6. Wakamoto Haru, same score. So the Jurio leaderboard, it's Ichi Yamamoto who's pulled out in front. Wouldn't have necessarily guessed this at the start. He is 10 wins at Jurio 4. And on nine, we have Oho Asanawaka, who also won today. Jurio 13. Hang on. And Jurio. He, he's in the. Wow. Yeah, I know. He's come did, from nowhere. Did I not? Uh, didn't pop that in there. Just no didn't need. Worry about no it. need. <laughs> Sorry, Asanawaka. That's my bad. Um, Koto Kuzan is at Jurio 14, uh, is on nine wins as well. The first bout of Makuchi. I'll take you straight into it. It's Sadanumi up against Tochinoshin. Tochinoshin had a strong touchy eye, but as he powered forward, Sadanumi took steps to his left and almost guided Tochinoshin around so that he could push him out over the bales. A slow but steady win for Sadanumi, and it was given as an amiuchi, the fisherman's throw. So he kind of hoiked Tochinoshin out. I completely missed that. Me too. Wow. Okay. I did not. Uh, well, I'm surprised at that Kimarate. Tochinoshin, unfortunately, Makakoshi for him. Yeah. So four wins, five losses, and three days off equates to eight losses. Uh, Magashir 13. I think these last few days are going to be very important for him. Absolutely. Sadanumi, Kachikoshi. Yeah. Eight and four will retain his Makuchi uh, spot at Magashira 16 and beyond. Next bout of the day was Ishiura up against Chinakuni. Ishiura off the long run up, non touchy though. Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? Chionokuni kind of came forward a little bit. Ishira didn't move at all. You don't see this very often. They were so wary of each other. So Chionokuni just walks in and pushes Ishira over the bales. Yeah. It was very weird. I saw it kind of as Ishira trying to psych out Chionokuni in a way, and I'm not sure you no. want to do that to him because his face and uh, his actions showed that he wasn't heaps into that ploy. I mean, it's like, come forward at me. We're here to do sumo. Let's do it why you're standing there yeah, just waiting and I'm going to come forward and push you out. I can't tell what went wrong, but it went very wrong for Ishira today. Chinakuni, seven and five with that Tsukidashi win. Ishira, road to Kachikoshi now on five and seven. Konowaka up against Shohozan. It was a real battle of arms and thrusts here. Shohozan went straight with the face hold. Konowaka then got some rhythm going at the end. And although some of Shohozan's slaps and hits were pretty brutal, he wasn't doing a lot with them. And Konowaka could take him over and out Oshidashi. Konowaka stays on the road to Kachikoshi. I think he was pretty happy with that. Well, I think... Yeah, I mean, he does not want to go Makakoshi, this no, basho. I mean, no one chuffed. does, but uh, yeah, Shahorzan still looking lackluster. Shahorzan three and nine with that loss. Kodnawaka five and seven. Kaisei and Teretsuyoshi were up next. Teretsuyoshi moved confidently out of the touchy eye and established a strong right-hand belt grip on Kaisei's belt. Kaisei, though, took a moment, tightened his arm grip on Teretsuyoshi, spun him around and over the bales, this didn't really work for Teretsuyoshi today. Yeah, it absolutely didn't. I mean, Kaisei turns up every day. He's just such a stalwart doing his daily sumo, his job. And today I thought he did really well dragging Teretsuyoshi around, getting on the belt. He used his bulk well. Sometimes, you know, he gets in trouble for being too slow. But today his his slowness and his power worked for him. And Teretsuyoshi didn't stand a chance. Teretsuyoshi now on the road. So Kachikoshi, he's five and seven. Kaisei, he's just somehow getting those wins and uh, really grabbing them in the final days. He's six and six. 
Chiatairu up against Aqua. Aqua with a meet and move to the right. That's what I'm calling this one. Are you, you on uh, board with that? Absolutely happy with that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Again, Chiatairu's um, willingness to come forward was taken a bit advantage of. He had a chance to recover, but Aqua got lower, braced himself to push Chiatairu forward, and he pushed him over the Tawara. Yeah, Akua, after this win, he looked into the middle distance. Did you see this? As if to say, this is the one you owed me from yesterday. He's so dramatic. <laughs> he is very dramatic. And I love what he's bringing me to too. Sumo. The the drama, the feeling of, uh, what do you call it? Entitlement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's I don't seven. know if everyone saw what happened to me yesterday, but this is the way it should have gone. <laughs> he's seven and five. Chiataru. Another ricochet on the road to Kachikoshi. I feel like we've had so many people yeah. on seven losses. It's crowded. It is. The next bout of the day was Aoyama and Yutakiyama. And you have to admire Yutakiyama in this bout. He stood there, copped a face full of <laughs> Aoyama attacks. Aoyama was thrusting high, slapping him in the face. But somehow Yutakiyama managed to keep his composure. He moved forward and then brushed Aoyama aside before slapping him to the dirt. A great win for you, Takiyama. Yeah, often when you see Tsupari, which is what Aoyama was doing today, it's really fast and frantic, but today was the slowest, amongst the slowest Tsupari I've I've seen, a sort of slow countryside windmill. And so Yutakiyama, he it was still strong and he bore the brunt of it, but he was able to, um, to move forward and slap Oyama down. He was shaking his left arm out after this bout, Yutakiyama. I hope he's okay. It's not the arm that's bandaged. The right arm is where the bandage is. So I hope he hasn't got two, two arms in trouble now. But he is uh, kept himself on the road here. He's five and seven, joining many others on that score. And Aoyama, three and nine, sure to drop quite a significant amount at Maegashira nine. Kotoeko, he's still coming out every day. He hasn't gone Kyujo or we haven't heard any sign of what's going on with him. He's up against Chiamaru today. Kotoeko, he got a really good shove in here against Chiamaru. But you know that times are dire when somebody's talking about your bouts every day and they have to point out, one good shove because after that, as he moved forward to try to capitulate on that, Chiamaru just slapped him down to the dirt. It's a way mm. he's lost heaps of times, this Basho. Yeah. I don't know, he just doesn't have real steadiness. Absolutely not. Kotoeko is now staring down the barrel. He's on two and 10. Mm. He went two and 13 in July this year. Oh, yeah. And January last year. So could he get. So could again? he do it again? I don't mm. know. Come on, mate. One more would One be more. great. Chiamaru, though, with that win, evens the ledger at six and six. At Maegashira, 15, every win is important for him. Kagiyaki and Tobizaru were up next. Tobizaru turned Kagiyaki around at the touchy eye, attacked confidently and drove Kagiyaki back to the bales. Kagiyaki was struggling to find a way back in this one, but Tobizaru closed this one out with strong pushing attacks. Oshidashi win for Tobizaru. Luckily here, I thought Tobizaru's last lunge didn't take him over the Tawara. He was sort of falling forward and it was it was very close. I thought he was lucky, but it was great work by him to beat Kagiyaki and to get him so, you know, in a bit of a panic really and to turn him around like that. Tobizaru, he always, always impresses at, at various moments and he's six and six. Kagiyaki having a bit of a shocker. You could call it at three and nine. 
I'll call it a shocker. Yeah, all right. Let's yeah. full out label it. Let's call it a shocker. Ura, up next against Hokuto Fuji. This was one we were very much looking forward to. It was a tentative touchy eye from both. You commented on how Ura actually came forward more than you, you well, think he usually does. Is it the first time we've seen him actually come forward that definitively at the touchy eye? Yeah, perhaps. Or at I this think basho, it was anyway. maybe made more noticeable because Hokuto Fuji didn't. Yeah. And so Ura's movement was actually quite obvious there. Hokuto Fuji just kind of waited and tried to suss out Ura a little bit. They were both low. They were standing arm to arm, holding each other's shoulders. Ura tried to pull Hokuto Fuji down, but he was pretty stable. Ura stayed low though and charged against Hokuto Fuji's chest here. Hokuto Fuji stepped out of the way and Ura went staggering and I thought, oh, here we go. He'll turn around and push him out. But as Hokuto Fuji then came forward, Ura flipped the script on him, took his outstretched arm and pulled him through and out with him. It was a totari win for Ura. Quite amazing. There are very few rikishi who could look as relaxed as they were being uh, taken across the doyo. <laughs> but it, it felt like he knew he was out of control and as soon as he could find his feet, he'd be in a better position. But just amazing sumo from Ura today again. Well, I guess if you kind of stagger past someone, you know they're going to be coming at you. So it just shows his um, capacity to to think while something's happening to him and adapt because to then grab Hokuto Fuji's arm as he turned around, as you say, that's uh, that's amazing. I think the term is situational awareness. Yeah. Yeah, he shows a lot of that, but today we saw it in spades. Nine and three, now Ura, <laughs> looking very good. Hokuto Fuji on the same score. Hidenumi was up next against Chiyoshoma. After the touchy eye, they locked up on the belt both Chiyoshoma and Hidnumi tried multiple times to assert dominance in this bout, but it was very evenly matched. Chiyoshoma eventually tried the uh, grip flip to break the stalemate that had been going on for quite a while now, but Hidnumi saw his opening. He powered forward and took Chiyoshoma across the Tawara. Yeah, even though Chiyoshoma had that grip, he just couldn't move Hidnumi, could he? He's just a rock. He's so hard to step backwards. He was really patient, waited until... He could get his own arms in and find his own grip and it was a Yorikiri win for him. thought this was really cool, um, even though there weren't a lot of flashy moves. It was just solid sumo. Yeah, I think Hidnumi would be very happy with that performance today and he's now 7-5. and five. Come on, Kachikoshi time. Y you can do it. Chiyoshoma is 6-6. Six and six. Arby and Tamawashi. Arby just having a great time of it at Magashira 15, but could today be the end of the run? Tamawashi, he's in great form. Tamawashi today, he decided forward is his plan and he moved Arby way back with his own Noroa. But then Arby just dropped low suddenly and his placement of the hands and his power is just perfect. It staggered Tamawashi back once and then twice. Arby was just shoving his chest and Tamawashi went out. Tsukidashi? I believe. Yeah, right. I don't know. There was something about this performance today where I thought, I believe. Yeah, after 12 days, took 12 days and now you're... Well, there's something... I mean, Tamawashi's in great it. form. Yeah. Abi just handled him so well today. So far, only Hokuto Fuji has found a way to beat Abi. Yeah, so he went six wins, that lost to Hokuto Fuji, and then five wins in a row now. It's so impressive. So my question to you is, was Abi this good last time around? When he was up in Makuchi. I think when he came up, he was, and then... I mean, he got to Komasubi. Um, but did he look this good? Did he look this good? He was certainly hard to combat. I mean, 
I feel like we need to go back. I've said we need to go back and watch Arby bouts and find out how people were winning against him. Yeah. Because there was definitely a moment where people started to suss him out. Absolutely. But not yet so far. <laughs> yeah, 11 yeah. and 1, Arby, at Maegashira 15. Tamawashi with that loss, 9 and 3. Well, tomorrow's going to be a bit of a shock for Arby. We'll talk about that later, but uh, he's got big things to come. Okanumi up next against Shimanoumi. It was a strong touchy eye from both, but Okanumi, he looked so much stronger here as he powered forward and swept Shimanoumi over the bales. Yori Kitty. Yeah, full hug out of the ring, very quick. Okanumi saved himself from Maku, Makakoshi for another day. He's five and seven. Shimano Umi is the same score now, so two more guys. It's ridiculous. Take up that mantle. Onosho and Takanosho next up against each other. Takanosho landed a right hand on the side of Onosho's head at the Tachiai and he shoved with it. He turned Onosho right round to the side and... Took him out from behind Okuridashi for Takanosho's Kachikoshi. Yes. And unfortunately, Onosho's Makakoshi. Mm, I think was. Onosho would be gutted with his performance today. He can do a lot better than this, even against quality opponents like Takanosho. But, you know, Takanosho, it just looked like he handled this one too easily. Yeah, it was just too good, wasn't it? That movement to the side and then that shove straight away. Takanosho, Magashira too. He's looking for a comeback. He's eight and four. Onosho. Four and eight. Daesho up next against Hoshoryu. And obviously a lot of people would have seen that uh, Asashoryu was in the crowd today. Yeah, it's been teased for a while. He's certainly, we've known that he's in Japan. Um, and then we've known that his intent was to go to Kyushu. He's been in other places. And today he posted he a, a photo on Twitter. It's very famous that he uh, criticises Hoshoryu's mm. uh, touchy eye. Mm-hmm. So was it any coincidence that today we saw Hoshoryu <laughs> come out against Daesho? Out of the touchy eye, Hoshoryu was quick. He got under Daesho's attacks. Hoshoryu moved laterally after this, nearly sending Daesho stumbling forward. But Daesho recovered well, went straight at Hoshoryu and drove him over the Tawada Daesho Oshitawashi. Mm, the Nodawa was pretty brutal from Daesho. Just too much for Hoshori. I wondered if he could get away from it, but he couldn't. There was no reaction pretty much from Asashori. He wasn't yelling into his phone on Clubhouse or typing in all caps in Twitter. He was um, he kept it pretty on the down low. He was just sitting in a box about halfway up with his his uh, wife, fairly new wife, I think. They wearing wearing sunglasses inside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a confident move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you can't be recognised too much. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> when they tried to show uh, him on yeah. the NHK broadcast too, they showed him a little bit, and then when they tried to show him again close up, somebody just walked in front of him, so he didn't quite get perhaps the reception he was looking for. <laughs> So another set of Rikishi on 5-7, Daesho. Well, we, we actually wondered too here whether there was going to be a monoe because they both fell together here. I don't know if anyone else oh. thought this at the time, but they, they fell at a very similar time and we were watching the Shimpan, but it wasn't to be. So another two Rikishi on the road to Kachikoshi, Daesho 5-7, and seven, Hoshoryu, same score. Miyogiryu up against Wakataka Kage. It was a lock-up chest-to-chest. They were both reaching for the belt. 
Wakataka Kage had the right hand on. Miyokiryu drove forward a couple of times strongly. It looked like he had the upper hand here, but Wakataka Kage defended both times, getting low and wide and stopping the attack. And then suddenly it was Wakataka Kage who did a quick, sharp tug on Miyogiryu's belt in order to pull him close to him. This allowed Wakataka Kage to use the closeness to power back against Miyogiryu with force and push him back and over Yorikiri. I thought this was a really cool move from Wakataka Kage. It certainly was. Um, Yorikiri, he's down on his luck. I'm trying yeah. to look for the positives here. I thought this was probably one of his better performances. Yeah, he especially. really got him close to the Tawara. He, he was aggressive. Yes, absolutely. So that's encouraging, but it doesn't change the fact that Yorikiri now with that loss is two and ten. He's on a nine-day losing streak. Mm. Terrible stuff. Wakataka Kage, though, at Maegashira 1, still on the road to Kachikoshi. He's the fanciest chances here. Another Rikishi on 5 and 7. Komasubi, Ichi Nojo, up next against Takara Fuji. Colour and movement before they both locked up in the middle. Takara Fuji with a solid left-hand belt grip. After some repositioning, it then moved to a lock-up in the middle with Ichi Nojo. He was getting involved on the belt Snagged both hands on Takara Fuji's Mawashi. Again, we go into another long lockup. The Gyoji is pleading for some hakiyoi. <laughs> there were some attempts from both that didn't quite come off, and we went past the two-minute mark. Eventually, Ichinojo found a way to move Takara Fuji back a bit, and then pour on enough pressure to force Takara Fuji over the bales. Yori Kitty. Yeah, good win from Ichinojo. I wondered whether it wasn't the opposite, whether his ploy was to let Takara Fuji try a few times because he did sort of try and wrestle the belt back and try to move Ichinojo back. It's harder perhaps for him to move Ichinojo than it is the other way around. And so I wondered whether Ichinojo was letting him tire himself out, wait till he was breathing really hard. He was super tired. And then for Ichinojo to go, if that was the plan, it really worked. If it wasn't, it also worked. Um, but it was, this was a battle for Makakoshi and the loser was, or well, the winner of Makakoshi <laughs> was uh, Takara Fuji. Oh, yes, that's right. So <laughs> Ichinojo 5 and 7 stays on the road, Takara Fuji 4 and 8. Sekiwake Mitakumi and Endo up next. Endo came out, he finally manages to get his trademark left hand on the front of the Mawashi. He was trying with the right as well, but Mitakumi was pushing his arm away and denying him. Mitakumi was on a really weird angle though. It, it was like his body was at a kind of 45 degrees to um, the straight on to Endo. It, it was just a, an odd movement and he couldn't quite get the position that he wanted. Endo held himself steady for a few seconds, then moved forward. Then he found the right hand that he'd been looking for all along and drove forward with powerful legs and got Mitakumi out. Yorikiri. Yeah. I mean, here was a clear demonstration of why Endo looks for this Mayamitsu grip so often, because when he gets it, he looks very, very comfortable. And as you said, he just prevented Mitakumi from getting steady. So Mitakumi could really not uh, mount any kind of defense. And Endo just took his time here. I, I really like that about it. I thought it was a very technical bout and a very impressive Yorikiri win for Endo. Yeah, it wasn't one where I thought Mitakumi had just let himself be beaten here. No, absolutely I, not. I did think it was um, very much about Endo's sumo here. He's six and six. Mitakumi is nine and three. A disappointing loss for him uh, nonetheless. Ozeki Shodai up next against Komasubi Kirabiyama. Ozeki Shodai looking for his Kachikoshi 
Komasubi Kirabiyama looking to stay on the road to Kachikoshi, a loss would mean a losing record for him. Shodai. Is the, what is this weak to Shodai? Out of the touch yard, he moves a, a forward confidently, grabs Kirabiyama high and just marches Kirabiyama back over the bales. I just feel like Shodai's getting better and better as this basho drags on. It was definitely one of his most dominant bouts. He controlled it from start to finish. He took Kirabiyama's attempted moves. He was trying to wriggle free and translated them into his own movement. He he used them to take Kirabiyama back and, yeah, just very um, powerful work from Shodai. Yeah, and unfortunately that hands Kirabiyama his makakoshi. I mean, we certainly saw signs of life for, from Kirabiyama this week, but just felt like it took him a long time to get going, this basho. Yeah, absolutely. Shodai, though, sipping Oof. white wine on Hell the yeah. uh, front porch. He is eight and four and loving life. Well, that's a bit too much to say, but it's his kachikoshi, which is great news for an Ozeki. Takiyasu up against Ozeki Takakesho. Takiyasu slapped his face out of the touchy eye. <laughs> I didn't mind that. Fair enough. But then Takakesho wound up and slapped him right on back. And then the shoves began. Takiyasu got all turned around when he reached out with his left arm and Takakesho shoved his shoulder. It turned Takiyasu around and from there Takakesho could push him out from behind. Takakesho, <laughs> he's just looking so good. Yeah, it was such a good push on his shoulder. He just is either seeing this really well or he's feeling it really well. I mean, did he know that as he came forward with that arm, he would rotate around enough for him to shove on the shoulder? Probably. I, I think it's it's everything that you said. It's all of the above. He's seeing it. He's feeling it. He's hearing it. Everything is working for Takakesho. I just think he looks so dominant. And if you compare Takakesho's performances over the last two or three days versus Terunofuji, mm. who has been worried a little bit, I feel like Takakesho Sumo is so positive and so attacking. He's out there to win. Maybe Terunofuji's defending something. Don't yeah. know. <laughs> anyway, Ozeki Takakesho is 11 and 1 now. And for Takiyasu, puts the Maigashira 5 in a difficult situation. He's 5 and 7. Hmm. That brings us to the last bout of the day, Yokozuna Terunofuji up against Sekiwake Meisei. We all know Meisei managed to knock over Terunofuji last basho. One of the very few people who did, along with Myogiryu. What can he do this time? Meisei, he went hard at Terunofuji out of the touchy eye, but he slammed into a wall. Meisei found a left hand on the belt, but he was crashing against Terunofuji repeatedly, trying to weaken the defense, but nothing really worked here. Terunofuji got on the belt. He briefly held Meisei up in the air, but Meisei managed to get his feet back on the floor and go at Terunofuji again. Terunofuji, though, he'd had only one left hand belt grip as Meisei came forward, and he was able to use that to rotate Meisei around his body. And over the bales, it was a kakanage. So it yeah, must have been that have arm the, throw. Yeah. Uh, the hooking inner thigh throw. He must have got oh. his leg around Meisei's. Okay, I didn't see that. But good sumo from both here, but Terunofuji too good. I'm just so impressed by him. We spend so much time looking at how he's going to be beaten. So we're always looking at his opponent. And that's his lot now as Yokozuna. You know, you're always waiting for him to be beaten. But goodness, he just, he just locked Meisei down with that left hand. Like Shodai did to Meisei yesterday, just really controlled that chaotic movement and waited for the right position and timing for that throw. Um, and it's just really dominant. 
great sumo from Tarana Fuji and he deserves every single of the 12 wins that he's got so far. He's out the front on 12 wins. On 11, we have Takakesho and Abi. It's probably not worth saying the nine wins now. Mitakumi, Tamawashi, Ura and Hokuto Fuji. <laughs> well, let's are. say that they've done all right. <laughs> let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. Uh, Ura at Maegashira 7 is coming up to meet Komasubi Ichinojo. Mm-hmm. Why not? Hokuto Fuji is coming up to meet Maegashira 2, Takanosho. This is the date. Day 13 is where all of the, the lower Banzuke people have who have done well come up and meet their <laughs> equals. The rules just go out the window. Yeah. And I'll illustrate that by telling you that Tamawashi at Maegashira 6 is coming up to meet Ozeki Shodai. Yes. Uh, Mitakumi is taking on Terunofuji tomorrow. Yes. Yep. It's an 11-4 record, Terunofuji's way. One of those wins from Mitakumi is a Fusensho. Mm-hmm. Well, we know, let's talk about this now. We know a few things about the upper ranked guys and what, who they're going to fight over the next few days. Terano Fuji, as you said, has Mitakumi tomorrow. The next day he has Takakesho and the final day Shodai. So they're the Ozeki fighting through at the end. So it's it's clear Terano Fuji's path. He won't be fighting Abi or anyone like that. It's Mitakumi, Takakesho, Shodai. Great. And what will be bout of the day? Yeah. This Maiga, is the big news. <laughs> Maegashira 15, Abi up against Ozeki Takakesho. Look, if I look at this programming, if I take a step back and look at the programming, I feel like they've they've gone too hard too soon. Mm-hmm. Fuji fighting Takakesho on Saturday rather than Sunday seems to me like a mistake. Yes. Okay. Putting your two eleven one Rikishi, Abi and Takakesho up against each other on Friday feels like a mistake. Mm, it's, it's for some reason that Shodai is the highest ranked Ozeki, right? Well, look, if you've got Tamawashi fighting second last bout of the day, obviously you've torn up the rule book. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think like it's the weekend crowds and the weekend TV, TV viewers that, that will be watching your ads, buying the products that are advertised on the banners Give them what they're here for. We want to see good, exciting matchups. You would absolutely shake it up. Yeah, I could shake it up. I mean, the JSA knows that. Yeah. And they fear it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi today. That's day 12, uh, and we're heading into an exciting final three days we of sure this are. show. We sure are. We'll see you tomorrow for all of the action from day 13. See you then. Bye. Yeah, yeah.